0: One of the best ways to support the FTF podcast is to check out our Patreon over at patreon.com slash finish the fight for exclusive episodes, insights, interviews, and plenty more. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA.
1: This is Spartan 117. Anyone hear me? Over. Isolate that signal. Master Chief, you mind
0: telling me what you're doing on that ship?
1: Sir, finishing this fight... Welcome back to Finish the Fight, a Halo podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Reiners. I'm your host,
0: Alex Kendall.
1: And we are on bonus episode 16. We are covering the most important battles in the Halo universe.
0: Specifically the the five most important battles that we're going to be talking about. Mm -hmm. Because the issue is, are we talking about Covenant, Human, Forerunner? What are we talking about here? We went ahead and took care of that aspect specifically. Mm -hmm. And made sure that you're getting a bit of the quote-unquote B.C., current day and future. To kind of get an yeah. idea of what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, and and really it, it kind of dives into why we're picking the battles that we are is mm-hmm. because what did this do for I think the overall story within Halo? Because again, we're not just talking about a, a battle for the human covenant war. We're talking about, you know, everything from how did this affect the forerunners all the way to as Alex said, how this is affecting the future now.
0: Well exactly. I want to make sure that you guys are on us about, hey, that's halo Two content. that's halo three. when well, we're talking about it because it changes as we go. You know, as lore goes just by itself in a void, it continues to grow as the series grows.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. so I'd say let's let's dive right into it. Let's talk about, you know, the five battles that we think are the most important,
0: and to start off, let's talk about what us and you know, because we're science people right now, Jesse, because we're looking up things
1: mm-hmm. we're absolutely sci- We're
0: science people, and we're talking about. Battle of installation, 04,
1: Mm -hmm, also known
0: to you commoners as
1: Halo Combat Evolved. Exactly. Yeah, so really why this was important to us or why we think it's really one of the most important battles. Yeah, and and to to pause you there real quick, we'll let you know we're
0: going to kind of have our own opinions that are supported by each other Mm -hmm. of why this is specifically something that changed I don't want to say humanity, but the world or mm-hmm. life as yeah. known. And the, these either inputs into power or inputs into, you know, hey, you're now taking over this have fully changed what we're going to talk about within the Halo universe itself.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so starting it off, I really think it's because the covenant religion is based all around finding these, quote-unquote, sacred Halo rings. Mm-hmm. What they want to do mm-hmm. is they want to light these rings and, you know, take them to, to the beyond.
0: Well, and you need to figure, because the prophets at this point are the ones that are puppet mastering. Mm-hmm. And and the elites, as the warriors, they go, yes, sir, no, sir, as kind of uh, a pact, I guess you would say, with yeah. it. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so what What the Battle of Installation 04 does is that it was, you know, the, the uh, Pillar of Autumn was coming from the planet reach it it was it was basically destroyed as they were leaving they did a random slip space jump and they found themselves there covenant were able to follow them so finding this ring meant that the covenant could do what they've been wanting to do they want to light the ring Mm -hmm. and and start the holy journey you know the great journey
0: it was really serendipitous that you have humanity and aliens in this tech at the same time
1: Mm -hmm. and it's alien to them
0: it's alien to almost both this point.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And,
0: and that's really what draws you in is, okay, obviously a deity here. I'm not sure if it's the elite, if it's someone above him. Like, you know, what are we talking about at the beginning? But we start off, unfortunately, we kind of slaughter what's there. And that becomes what we have at the end of the game as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, as I said, like, it, it really, like... It's about, you know, really saving all of humanity with mm-hmm. this one battle because I think, in my opinion, granted we haven't read all of the books, but everything that you and I know within the lore, this was one of the first times where humanity as a whole, the the galaxy, the universe was at stake if this thing were to go off.
0: And, and I think really fully admitted at this point because mm-hmm. before we had stories that kind of teetered on it. But right now, it's like, life or death, do you choose?
1: Yeah, and it wasn't a simple, you know, it was a, technically a series of battles, mm-hmm. but this is also where we were really starting to to interact with foreigner technology. We're meeting the AI 343 Guilty Spark, and thus, uh, we almost pulled the trigger on this this Halo ring that could have destroyed everything, and it was kind of this manipulation technique that Guilty Spark used for John 117 before Cortana stepped in.
0: And to even backtrack that a little bit, that's really where we get the story. We get the story of the foreigners aspect of like, hey, activate this, do what you have to do, we're good! But once John gets the full story, that's where we really get to getting the meat and potatoes of mm-hmm. what is happening in CE. And that's really what makes... Ooh, this battle. Because without it, would you have John? Would you have had the UNFC land specifically where it had to be? Mm-hmm. It makes it interesting to see what could have possibly been in the last eh, iteration of it, I guess I
1: would say. Yeah. And, and another reason, you know, I think both of us can agree why it's so important is that it brought the flood into play. Yes. Like it really made them now that that second enemy. From the covenant that humanity now has to fight,
0: and not only in the games, but like an A B situation. All right, let's say you have the covenant as A, you as B, beat them, you win, mm-hmm. and now you introduce this other aspect that's A B has to defeat C to get, you know, anywhere in the universe. It changes yeah. it up fully and really pushes that motif of like, okay, the you know the the enemy of my enemy. Is my friend, and you have to figure that out. Do you follow that, or do mm-hmm. you not?
1: Yeah, they and they and that was always so interesting to me. The first time I ever played it, is that they didn't follow that. Mm-hmm. It's like all of a sudden it's just this three way war going on, and you know we'll talk about it later. Is is it took the covenant fighting with one another for that concept of you know is the enemy of my enemy my friend? But it, exactly, I mean, I think
0: they took the playbook from what the forerunners should have done. And apply to themselves. Mm -hmm. Once you do, Halo Four, Halo Five aspect of it.
1: Yeah, but as I said, like overall, in my opinion, within the Halo universe, this was the first battle where you did get truly the grand scale of everything. We're not fighting for a planet, Mm -hmm. a space station, an artifact. We're fighting for the universe, and it's all on this mysterious ring world that no one had ever really seen before. That. You know, Cortana used data from a crystal or or a a Forerunner artifact. I can't remember. It was basically
0: a Forerunner crystal she found from a supplement, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah,
1: and and just on a whim, Mm -hmm. used data from that. They found themselves there. Spoiler alert if you haven't read The Fall of Reach yet.
0: Or played the video game. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of where you go.
1: Uh, I mean— I don't know. There could be listeners. This could be their first episode.
0: Listen, Halo is all about being a good accountant. Follow that
1: <laughs> as you go through the video
0: game if you haven't played it yet.
1: But, yeah, as I said, so for me, you know, for, I think for both of us, because we did sit down mm-hmm. and discuss, okay, what are the, the five? And, and this is on there. And, and I don't think any of these are really in a specific order. We're just going through what we have on the list. I,
0: I agree and disagree because there's there's an implement of it that we've put in, but really, it's you guys. What do you think is the like most important battle? Is it what you say? The most important mm. of the aspect of it? Yeah. Um, whether it's in the loss count, does it change the dichotomy of what's going on? Or does it change, you know, are there more Jessies than Alex's? Because that's a problem. <laughs> Some might say. Some might say at the end of it, there's a problem I call,
1: I call it a solution if there's more of me. <laughs>
0: We'll see in this next election. <laughs> but obviously your voice is heard and you know we've implemented that aspect into the into our, our results with there. But let's check and see, you know, coming up. We got our first battle. We're right at Halo C E. Mm-hmm. Where do we CE us going from here?
1: We're actually going backwards. Because now we're going to be covering the fall of Reach. Yes. Which is, you know, arguably one of the best Halo games.
0: Well, Reach implements some BS technology of 09 into what it should be in the future.
1: I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> the planet Reach is or was actually the UNSC military stronghold.
0: I would say is and was because is at the time when you had a full functioning base was when it's kind of a glass planet
1: now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it's, it's is. And was at the same time its swaz,
1: <laughs> but that's where you know we saw the biggest military fleet, as well mm-hmm. as that's where the Spartan twos were trained. So for years, it was a stronghold, and it it was the closest colony to Earth. Correct me if I'm wrong, but
0: well, the closest military aspect of it, mm-hmm. and that's the yeah. thing of like having like you know actual troops on board and off of reach, where you start to get the Spartan armor, Spartan two mm-hmm. armor, a, a period. Is where you start to get it.
1: Yeah, but as we've covered before, the timeline is kind of messy because Bungie basically said, listen, guys, we don't care whatsoever. Yeah. We're getting ready to go make Destiny, so we're going to kind of fudge a lot of the lore because we can. Mm-hmm. I will give three four three credit for this that they came in and that they tried to fix it as much as possible. I'll give them credit for that. They've they've done a pretty good job in my opinion. But needless to say, the Covenant snuck onto the planet and eventually, you know, we everyone kind of thought that it was like a small scale battle. But I think you know the Covenant kind of knew where they were mm-hmm. and and basically sent the biggest force anyone had seen at the time. You know, if you
0: and here's the here's the aspect you have to think about. Did the covenant assume this was Earth or the first battle? Because that's really what changes it, mm-hmm. yeah. that's really what makes this kind of like this fortified, you know, almost phalanx wall mm-hmm. of ships. Do you think that they they knew that was coming, or that this was kind of like a double entendre with political aspects plus the covenant? What do you think about that?
1: I I th- I don't think they thought it was Earth because even when they found Earth, they didn't realize that it. it and what well, I mean, Earth, Earth as you know, the home of humanity. Sure, sure, um, sure, sure. I don't think they knew that. I, in my opinion, it, I, they just—I think they knew um, overall how important Reach was because they were there for a minute before that second fleet showed up, and I think they saw, mm-hmm. oh, we're getting a lot of pushback here. This is an important place.
0: This is the thing we have to investigate because they, it basically summoned everything they needed to get the planet Glass to make sure that. Whether it was comms, weapons, training, Mm it was gone.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of that stuff never ended up in Halo CE. So it was gone. They did it. It it
0: was. (laughs) They did what they needed to do in order to kind of force this weird pillar of autumn force Mm -hmm. over to where we're seeing Installation 04.
1: Yeah, but as I said, like, in my opinion, it's important as well because it was, you know, if it wasn't for the Great Schism, it was the beginning of the end for humanity. Through and through.
0: I agree. It was the, like, um step-brother step of being like, hey, we're a family now. Don't worry. I won't bully you
1: type thing. You <laughs> Beats know. the ever-living hell out of you.
0: Listen, it happens to everybody.
1: <laughs> me
0: included. But you get that aspect of it of kind of like the third black sheep. And you, you're mm-hmm. now in with all black sheep. So you're like, who, who are they, like, interested in right now? And it, it changes up this whole dichotomy of – saving these covenant forces or do you kind of branch out and, and acknowledge that there are multiple aspects within the quote unquote covenant itself. And that's really what changes in Halo four to Mm
1: five. Yeah. But you know, when, when humanity or when reach falls, then as I said, we're losing earth's last real Mm -hmm. defense at that point, you know, again, this is the home Of the Spartans, this is where they came up. And this is the military stronghold. And it was a a long enough battle, you know, when it did happen. And, you know, I'd say you get the most of it from, and granted, we haven't read uh, Shadows of Reach yet. So if stuff comes up, don't yell at us. But, you know, you get a lot of that information from the novel, Mm -hmm. The Fall of Reach and Halo Reach, uh, which people always think or thought it was a game version of the book
0: no 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 no. it changes it up because the really only version you have of that is really the flood outside of that it takes the aspects of it and really kind of changes it and it makes that aspect of reach much more memorable Mm -hmm. believable you know however you want to say that
1: yeah and so when as i said if it wasn't for the great schism in my opinion It was the beginning of the end because now Earth is right around the corner. And again, the Covenant don't I don't think the Covenant knew how close they were getting. They they saw that this was a military stronghold. But, you know, it was, you know, we learned in the books early on that they would destroy a planet and Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, that wasn't it. They destroy another planet. That wasn't it. And, you know, it ended up being this this almost 30 year genocide and I think I, – I'm not entirely sure. I I personally don't know if they, they knew that they were getting close because, again, when they got to Earth, they actually didn't expect that many – They almost
0: were like, it's another one. Let's just leave. Oh, wait. There's people here?
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh, like what? Yeah. As I said, they, they've seen a lot of people before. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the most amount of people we've literally ever seen. Yeah. This is probably it, and, you know. What,
0: Potentially, but really, what I want to do is is take those '70s sweet pajamas you got from that last battle, take it back a hundred thousand years, or so. Some might say. Let's talk about the final battle of the Forerunner slash Flood War. This is really where we see the primordial, in a way, take over.
1: Yes. Yeah. It is. I guess is you know because we we talked about it. It's his essence flowing through the flood. And yes. it's it, Once they get to that stage, it's a connected knowledge, and and it was you know it was almost like one final sweep. Mm-hmm. He came in. He took out the forerunners.
0: But not only that, in that same sweep, he saved humanity, or he she saves humanity.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it's what happened is it drove the forerunners. To finally activate the Halo rings.
0: Yes. Instead of, like, accepting that they were the Chosen without anyone else, they made the ultimate sacrifice of, well, mm, knowing or not knowing what they were doing at that, mm-hmm. at that time, but making that willing sacrifice to preserve their tech their dna to the next future
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and and a lot of that was the help from the librarian and Mm -hmm. and to us why this is so important is because we wouldn't have any you know we there would be no humanity if the forerunners hadn't made that final sacrifice there would also be no covenant because again as we said like the librarian she was set out to preserve life and also from this she reseeded life throughout the galaxy
0: well past Halo 5 still. I mean, we're mm-hmm. still talking about that in current days that not only did she seed humanity and all of the other races that she quote unquote saved in a, in, in a way, mm-hmm. but she brought along with her and has brought that to the attention of the modern day species growing today, which is kind of where we're talking is humanity.
1: Mm-hmm. Above, yeah. Above the others. Yeah. We were talking about the, the G S or Geish or whatever the name mm-hmm. is. But someone corrected me on that. I'm sorry. But, but yeah, I, w-
0: I would call it the G. Let me hold for the Ace. Uh, maybe. Because that's honestly really where you'd be if you're checking that name out.
1: I'll allow it. But Perfect. yeah. But yeah. So, you know, what she did is she implanted that into humanity as well. And a lot of this came from seeing the end. You know, she decided, okay, I, I'm going to have it to where Halsey is going to build a Spartan. She's going yes. to build the AI. You know, this is the way that humanity is going to go. And, again, a lot of this came from that final battle. And a few other things that happened is we saw the OG didact. You know, remember if we're talking about that Forerunner trilogy written by Greg Bear, is, you know, this also – had the OG didact go into a uh, stasis for a 100,000 years. Mm-hmm. And remember, the Halo rings kind of messed with the domain, which we found out was a precursor technology. You know, the precursors. They made all live foreigners took them over and, and and just kicked their ass and killed 99.99% of them. Yeah, basically being them.
0: like, hey, you made us? Neat we're not making us
1: yeah and so but yeah so with the domain corrupted that then didn't allow the uh the og didact to heal because he was corrupted by the Gravemind. and that was because the forerunners had to fire off the rings to destroy the flood and thus as i said og didact could not be healed Then that starts this ripple effect where 100,000 years, he's just in that cryptum pissed off. He wakes up and he goes... Oh, people are still around. Last time I checked, we had a war with you a long time ago, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, the the motivations, his motivations for Halo 4. So that really I would say
0: loose motivations.
1: Loose motivations.
0: But it's still there, and that's really where we get that story that continues on. Mm-hmm. Jesse may have done a better job than 3 for 3, but <laughs> I'm just saying that's uh, where we are today.
1: It wasn't a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it wasn't much to put the frame in in there. But we got in that house for it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, and really, it's important, you know, the 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 beginning of the end for the forerunners is because all up until that that forerunner trilogy, it was really something of a legend that we had only heard about and gotten an inkling of with Halo Legends with mm-hmm. Origins Part One. Again, site
0: to jump in. Sorry, real quick
1: is I think what a lot
0: of people wanted. Was a little bit more of the foreigner lore within Bungie.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, where
0: are we getting this? I, I and the story made sense. Don't get me wrong. I love what three four three added to it, but in that Legends episode, you got the gist.
1: You got the gist, but but that was three four three. I just think they didn't have the, I guess you know enough clout to do it yet. Yeah, that was like their first project. Really, their their projects were legends and books at the time, and then they came in and started doing that. But or started doing the game. Side note, but yeah, they
0: were book writers for years. Some (laughs) might say thousands. Some might say,
1: (laughs) but yeah. So eventually, what you know, as we know, what happens is that there's been this this war going on for centuries between the forerunners and humanity Mm -hmm. because the flood are decayed versions of the precursors who didn't revive correctly.
0: And I would say, like, almost at the beginning, it was kind of inner interspersed, interadded added of who kind of got infected with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it wasn't really until they pushed kind of in their favor of to who overcomes who, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and so... Again, centuries old war that actually started with humanity in the flood, which, you know, then caused a war between humanity and the Forerunners. Humanity lost. And now what we're talking about is that is you know, that war between the Forerunners and the flood. But again, why this is so important, you know, we're kind of jumping around here on this one, but because it was also the end of the Forerunners, who at one point, Bungie era Forerunners, we believed to be really nice people. Yes. 343 kind of made them assholes, but at the end of the day, it doesn't take away from how important of a species they were.
0: No, I agree. Bungies was more of this, like, reveled-in, like, aspect of they were gods. They were beyond us. They were this past crazy thing. Mm-hmm. But then when we go into the past and see it, they're kind of like the librarians holding you back. be like, like, whoa, 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 whoa. You have five books. You should have four. <laughs> type thing.
1: Yeah, but really, they are an important species because of what they did leave behind. And their mm-hmm, technology is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about affecting the future of Halo. The most recent thing we saw was a Halo Infinite mm-hmm. demo. What did it take place on? Forerunner technology.
0: And that's that's exactly it. Is is I think really the end result is who can adapt the tech better. Mm-hmm. You obviously have the covenant following almost verbatim what is shown to them or told to them. Yes. Because there's no innovation. It's just imitation. Yes. And and so you have the aspect growing. But even so, with that going through, whether it's diehard elites, grunts, or going on with, for some reason, the jackals, you kind of see this whole disparaging aspect start to build in the novels, Mm -hmm. I'd say. Yeah. But as we're getting to infinite... Obviously, we're going to see a change with that. We're going to see The Banished, which we haven't seen eh, really yet. Quote yeah. Quote, if you haven't played Halo Wars 2, you haven't really seen or Halo Wars. In the mainline games, it's a whole new thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Especially for the, the first person genre. Yes. Bringing them in. But as we said, so so why, you know, just touch on it. Why it was so important? It was the end of the Forerunners, but it was also for at least 100,000 years, the end of the Flood as well.
0: And, quote-unquote, the start of humanity.
1: Yeah, I mean— I mean,
0: because it's almost like you had, like, three dice going. You block two of them, and you go, you're the one going now. And you kind of just follow that. Whether it's a six for a perfect roll or a one where it's not so good in that time, it starts to follow that aspect of it.
1: hmm yeah, but, you know, that's why it made it on our list of— the most important battles or I guess your grand, you know, series of battles in the halo universe. Yeah.
0: And these, I'll say they aren't like the most pew, pew, pew kind of battles. Mm -hmm. They're not the most, you know, respected in terms of military expense, but what did it take to shift the war, you Mm -hmm. know, change an aspect from the past? What did it take? So we're going to kind of bring a little bit of those in because honestly, in the books, You've got keys. You've got plenty of the captains who have a ship. But for someone to disobey those orders to either protect a comrade or really shift the war, we're going to talk about those.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but let's move on from you know the final battle of the Foreigner Flood War battles, and let's talk about now really it's kind of we're splitting it between the rebel nuke mm-hmm. that caused the Spartan program and Operation Trebuchet.
0: Correct, because you have at the end is tribuchet. You have your Johnson's story mm-hmm. of, you know, kind of blacking out during it and starting his Johnson story. Yes, his mm-hmm. aspect of it. Or do we start at kind of the beginning of it? Who defends Reach from this alien invader?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and really, you know, if you read Halsey's journal, she talks about a rebel nuke that killed you know millions of people, yes. and this is really what really had her go, okay, I need to do something about this. And that's
0: where we started. So to take it back a little bit from Reach, obviously these are these quinceanera-style celebrations that blew up, that just detonated. They didn't know what was going on, so they started to track it and figure out, like, celebrations were the ones, like, with this rebel force for some reason. Mm -hmm. And as they go along, they start to kind of not indoctrinate but, like, Bring in some more members to kind of push it along, the the remnant story of it and the aspect of what do you do as humans versus this thing that's coming along.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, whenever this finally happened, it's it was the catalyst for the Spartan program, which is, you know, and probably the most important military branch Within the Halo universe, in my opinion, they turned the tide of the war. From
0: now until right where we are in Halo mm-hmm. universe today, you're right. I yeah. Mean, it it turned the tide of the war.
1: Yeah, and they and you know, they were originally built to fight the rebels, yes, but it saved humanity from not only the covenant, but now we've seen forerunners as well.
0: And with Trebuchet, you have the aspect of talking about was the no show from Johnson correct? Was it needed to end this terrorist group? Is it a battle that should be talked about and, quote, unquote, praised Mm -hmm. or, quote, unquote, kind of looked down upon?
1: Yeah. I mean, really, Trebuchet, as we said, there was. It was a time like brutal guerrilla warfare. You know, we had the UNSC saying, "Okay, this is an all out attack on the insurrectionists like this is us becoming cutthroat mm-hmm. we are going to do whatever it takes to 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 destroy them
0: to, to almost take it back that quote-unquote like make america great again type ideal of make them perfect make it mm-hmm. have an aspect of what we need but it doesn't happen really with it, mm-hmm. it it's yeah. something that, that is always shifting and understanding what's going on on the planet itself along with the culture
1: mm-hmm. yeah and it, it we see that it affects the soldiers who participate in it and really it was like they were, you know, we talked about in uh, in Contact Harvest is mm-hmm. that Baird, I believe. who yeah, I think that's you, correct. Who, who is, like, snapping guys' uh, uh, femurs, essentially, like, with just... Just going to town, honestly. Yeah, and, like, you know that that's something that the UNSC was like, do whatever it takes yeah. to, to get the information you need. And that's where, you know, it was just kind of this brutal warfare that happened for a while Mm -hmm. it led to johnson eventually you know saying i I want out of this he finds himself on Mm harvest where he is there to fight the covenant you know for first contact and is able to save a majority of the planet great book by the way
0: i agree as much as i despise what jesse likes It is. It's it's the first story of human, quote, unquote, at the time, covenant contact or alien contact. And we really start to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. And this, I think, drums up what was already happening, almost as like catalyst against the rebels that now flip-flops. And it's like, okay, you have the resources. Mm -hmm. Let's use them on this new enemy. And it becomes this, this weird dichotomy that works between worlds and between ecosystems in the way. But it really starts off to eh, where we have Halo. We wouldn't have it without it. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. But I'd say, again, it was, you know, the nuke that started the Spartan Mm -hmm. program away, the shot that was heard around the world, and Trebuchet, Operation Trebuchet, you know, those are. The second
0: shot heard around the world, some mm -hmm. might
1: say. Yeah, so important because of what they did for the war itself because Trebuchet as well had the UNSC saying, we need backup for this, yes. which again led to the Spartan program.
0: And, you know, just in I research this a little bit of, of what went on behind, and there are scenes that we see that are obviously beyond this. Mm-hmm. But as far as like these mainline battles and what forced it, this was the kind of like ace in the whole hand. Mm-hmm. that forced the program for Halsey to say, listen, they're on par with us with tech. We need to be one step above with an ace in the hole. Mm-hmm. How do we take that on?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, we'll you know we'll beat them out in that military aspect. They yep. can get whatever weapons we have, but they can't get the soldiers that we can create essentially. I,
0: the tech like the tech is already advancing further beyond they ever thought they would mm-hmm. and that's where we're getting those ai aspects of it in it
1: mm-hmm. yeah but you know again that's why we felt that it was so important we put it on our top five list
0: and to touch you know because i think we keep going back to kind of uh, an idea of the greek schism but what happened within the <laughs> i like to call the johnson administration. Not that at all, (laughs) but that's really what it is. That's what we're calling it now. Yes, it's now presidential (laughs) administrations we're calling. Um, But between that Johnson administration and where we are now, it really brought to light the aspect of who is in this unit we're following. We've already talked about the battles and where they really make, but why should we now care about them? And I want to hear from you guys and from what we have written down what makes these battles where they are, who they are, what they are? Because otherwise Halo wouldn't it'll be Halo.
1: Exactly. But let's move on to our final battle. Like mm-hmm. the one that we think is, okay, you know, this is one that, and I think this is the very obvious one that everyone would have thought of, you know, the first time or the first first thing to come to mind when they were asked, what well, exactly. are the most it, important?
0: Exactly. It is Paratrooper number 26 uh, version 3. Obviously, the best uh, thing you can download for this aspect <laughs> of really
1: figuring out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is the Great Schism. But yeah, so so the Great Schism, as we know, if you haven't played Halo Two or Halo Three, you're
0: wrong. But continue.
1: <laughs> it is, you know, the start of the the Covenant Civil War. It's yes. when the pro- the prophets started working more and more with the brutes because for years. The elites were the 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 guards of the of the prophets. They were the highest military rank. The
0: golden boy, some might mm-hmm, say. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and so eventually, what happens is they lose installation of four. Now they lose a prophet, and so w-
0: what do you do at that point?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the prophets, the Shayum say mm-hmm. we want them out. So they they replace them initially. They replace uh, the the elites with the Brutes as the guards of the prophets.
0: Pretty aggressively, some might say, because even in the cutscenes we get, it's the Brutes kind of taking over, shoving the elites out of the way, putting Mm -hmm. their helmet on, Mm -hmm. and kind of being like, almost like, get out of here. We're in charge now. We know what we're doing.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... Obviously, this pisses off the elites. They're noble warriors. How can they be replaced by these these animals who, who have no honor?
0: They don't. And it, it's seen as like yeah, they have prowess in, quote, unquote, the military aspect, mm-hmm. but they have no honor. They slaughter what's around them, and they take care of it.
1: Yeah, and so this already causes tension, mm-hmm. which, you know, it was already kind of brewing up. But to to further this tension and really uh, you know start all of this is when Tartarus betrays the Arbiter.
0: Yes, and this this I think is 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 between Halo CE and Halo Two the most real moment in my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it, it's where it you know it hits the fan essentially. I agree. But yeah, so then when the Arbiter finally comes back from you know after this attack. He sees that the Brutes are just slaughtering the elites left and right. He eventually meets up with Halfjaw, and mm-hmm. they start this battle against the Brutes.
0: Which is interesting because we first get that told from our first Arbiter, mm-hmm. you know, who's still our Arbiter in a way, who basically is. But we start to get an idea of this, this schism starting Halo 2, honestly, mm-hmm. of that when we first get the heretic of saying, hey, you're worshiping the wrong thing. Come on over. Check it out. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the arbiter buy doesn't buy it, but he's curious before yes. that dumbass heretic attacks him anyways. Well,
0: honestly, he got that same like weed pitch from Blunts R Us. It's it's really what happens <laughs> with it. He got it, he goes, Okay, yes, I will try it, and then leaves. It's it's a rough time in the Halo
1: world, some might say. <laughs> some might say. But yeah, so Again, it, it the great schism, because it wasn't just Elites versus the Covenant. Now, in the games, that's in Halo 3, that's what it was.
0: Yes, it made it simple, I guess, in a yeah. way.
1: But it was actually, you know, the Covenant, there were some grunts, you know, splitting off into whatever group. But basically, the grunts, they said, were just sticking with whatever group they were in. So yes. a, a, a grunt could have agreed with the Elites. But their commander was a brute, so they're fighting with that. And, you know, you had some hunters, you know, split off as well. I, I believe jackals, they were they were for hire, so they always stuck with the Covenant. Yes. But, yeah, so it wasn't as simple as the elites just split off. Again, for simplicity's sake, as you said, for Halo 3, that made sense.
0: It did. It, it said elites left. You're going to fight them. Maybe new enemy comes? Question mm-hmm. mark? And it did. It, it brought it about. And I think, like you said, Even in the way of Halo 3, even to 4 and 5, it simplified it a bit of saying, hey, these bad colors are here. Also, look at this other one.
1: And yeah, as we said, this did really lead into 4 and 5, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. why the Great Schism is so important is because without it, humanity was done.
0: It rivals everything else we've said so far. There have been foreigner battles in Earth territory. There's been other aspects we've covered but really when it boils down to it it's what did the covenant truly not neglect but allow to be saved and mm-hmm. where did that go and the great schism is what brought the elites over to the humanity-esque side mm-hmm. and everyone else for the most part over to the kind of covenant worship side
1: again it saved humanity the prophets being mm-hmm. dumb assholes Saved humanity, and but yeah. So in in a way, it was. I will say we're not ranking all of these, but in my opinion, this might be the most important one. I think so.
0: If you didn't, it's kind of that thing of you really didn't get the true covenant versus the true human expanse, and in an aspect of it, of that's really what needed to happen. And if mm-hmm. it didn't happen, it doesn't repeat. The aspects of what caused the war, what didn't bring it to it, and what really, funny enough, advances humanity in the end.
1: Mm-hmm. It does because you know now we're working with the covenant mm-hmm. or the not the covenant, a, a
0: section of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, former covenant, sure. And we're also getting forerunner technology now, recovering it from planets that have since been lost.
0: And the thing is, planetary technology instead of mm-hmm. just like. AI based or chip based, mm-hmm. it's now stuff directly from the planet itself.
1: Yes, absolutely, and you know it caused you know you know they they implemented foreigner engines into mm-hmm. the UNSC mm-hmm. Infinity, the greatest warship ever. But it it really was again the the whole turning point for the Human Covenant War. It was the the stop to the beginning of the end for humanity. Yeah, as I said, it, in my opinion, it is the most important one out of all these battles that we kind of quickly touched on and you know at this point if if this is for whatever reason your first episode that you are listening to us all the all the backstory that we had been, that we had given you in a lot of our previous episodes we we go into a good amount of depth about yes. everything we've talked about but that was bonus episode 15 the five most important halo battles
0: and if you disagree let us know mm-hmm. what was more important. Honestly, let us know what was less important. What did you have? And you go, you know what? You guys are right.
1: You guys are always right. You guys are
0: always right. And you know what's always right, Jesse? Hmm. Our patrons support us daily, some might say. Do I dare say daily?
1: You know, I double dog dare you to say it.
0: Daily. Do they support us?
1: And they're awesome for
0: it. And they're awesome. Let's start off. We want to name them a little bit of the episode. Let's start off with Charles Zitter, Tactics, Skyjack, Francis, Harvey Chong, Brandon Reshitar, Angry Canadian, ZZ Slipaway, Grant Dillon, Duststorm, Mr. Choff, Cowan Fong Feliciano, Dragonfire, James Yervasi, Jonas, DGamer1298, Alejandro Harmio, Dilfix, Quantum Easy, The LL Gamer Guy, Jamie Sneed, McCray Austin, Mega, Thomas Goulding, Nick Hyman, Tuna, 0317, Brandon Christian, Richard Scanlan. Let Me Be Frank, Mick Chief, Welsh, Big Papa Semichki, Grant Dillon, Loki 2014, and finally Nathan Vandervoort.
1: Thank you all for the support that you have given us so much far it's going to be fun we're going to have some great stuff for you within the new year check it's it going out to be awesome
0: and if you're in the new year
1: welcome welcome we're here we're here we're this is us from the past but also the future <laughs> but you know if you if you are listening to us right now and you're like i don't want to listen to you on soundcloud we're also on itunes spotify youtube Castbox, anything that you can think of your
0: am radio at 50.7 am mm-hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, not FM. Not Not FM, FM, AM exclusively. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that way my dad can listen to me. Of course. Because that's all he listens to. If you also do want to leave us a starred or written review, please do that on iTunes. We would appreciate it tremendously. It does help us rank up. And as well, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. If you have any messages about, say, our Patreon, if you want to join, please send us a message on there. We will get back to you immediately.
0: Or if we don't. Check in with Paul the Pigeon. He is, I don't want to say my exclusive agent on the street, but he is there.
1: Mm-hmm. Since, we, with, since we don't have a P.O. box yet.
0: You're right. We don't have a P.O. box yet. Paul the Pigeon, he'll handle the packages,
1: as some might say. If you do want to send us a package, also send us a message on social, whether it's some awesome treats or anything like that
0: we'll show it off i'm excited to show this stuff off we've gotten some awesome treats from japan and Mm -hmm. from across the states thus far it's been cool it's been delicious it's been fun and
1: with that i'm your host jesse reiners and i'm your host alex kendall thank you for tuning in to finish the fight a halo podcast halo it's finished no
0: i think we're just getting started